everyone, and welcome to this episode of How Are We Still Married? Hello. <laughs> We're back. We are. We're taping this at night. Which that, is that unusual. Never happens. Yeah, it's so dark in here. Low energy, huh? I know. It's like, oh gosh, time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to get more good reviews and reviews. We've on, gotten all five stars. We have. We've gotten a lot on, on oh my gosh. Apple Podcast. Let's talk about the news this week. Okay. So we just found out last week we're in the top one hundred in Canada. Wow. The Canadians yeah. love us. And in Romania <laughs> we're banned. No. No. <laughs> So what I wanted to do is try to get us some more people to say they like us or what or or not like us, whatever. But we want to get some more reviews. No, we want them to say they like us. Okay, or we only want people to say they like us. So we want to get yeah. more reviews. If you have bad opinions, keep them to yourself on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and all that. So what we would like people to do is if you would go onto Apple Podcasts, give us a five star, or write us a review, even better. Then send us an yeah, email both. at us at stillmarriedpodcast.com. dot com. And we will make a have a little drawing and we will give a very nice, very special How Are We Still Married coffee mug. Yes, to, with our picture on it. All you have to do is email you can have us. breakfast, lunch, and dinner with Beth and Ted. You just email us one word that says done. That's all <laughs> it needs to say. So, so then you're entered into the contest. Yeah. And again, that's at us at stillmarriedpodcast.com. That's after you've given us a review or just give us five stars or whatever on Apple Podcast or Google. Apple's the big one, so if you can do but that, we're on that would like be awesome. all the platforms. So yeah. just give us a give us a five star review and a, a quick little, you know, done and you're entered. And that's us at stillmarriedpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. So we there want you to go. hear There's, from you. We, hey, you know what else could we could do? We could give out we could give shout outs. We could. Yeah. Give your name if you want us to mention you on the podcast. After you've after you've given us a great review, yes, and only, only we'll good make reviews. sure it's a great review. We'll go back in there and, and see, but uh, yeah, but that'll be fun. Yeah, so, anyway, yeah. and a, a great coffee mug that then you can share while we uh, have our mugs sitting over here. Although we don't really have anything in them, but uh, <laughs> not tonight. They were props if you could see them. <laughs> anyway, so neither of us are really the greatest cooks. I think we we'd both God, admit that. You know, here's right? the thing: is I don't even really enjoy it. Because it's like you work for two hours and then everybody scarves it down in 15 minutes. And then there's a big cleanup. And then there's the massive cleanup. Like, what the heck? Just order out. I I think it's because all of Brooks's growing up life, I wanted to create Norman Rockwell. I just was determined to give him that kind of existence. So I wanted dinner on the table, candles, the full course, salad, vegetables, the whole nine yards, bread every night. And I did that every night of his life. You did. And guess what? He's all grown up and I don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> and then you ask and Ted, him. Ted, if you want dinner, we'll pick it up. <laughs> well, and then you ask Brooks, like, well, what do you think of all these dinners? Like, well, you know, you weren't the greatest cook. But, well, uh... <laughs> he did like some of my meals. I had to teach myself. My mother brought me up on Kentucky Fried Chicken because she worked three jobs. I know. Bless her heart. You made you make some good stuff, like this pork thing with the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, French onion soup kind of mixed well, in it. Well, and, and it's I I it's odd because I mix that with um, orange marmalade. Yeah, and it's super delicious, very high calorie, well mixed with scalloped potatoes. So that was one of the big things I would make. But I made dinner every single night. I put dinner on the table every freaking night, and I got tired of it. Well, and I I would do that sometimes. Well, cook sometimes, but then on the weekends I would always kind of grill out. Although you got sick of my grilling because. 
I have a, a thing about salmonella or E. coli. So or anything everything's like that, so. done to a knot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's not juicy. It's shoe leather. <laughs> well, so, and then you also would get in the kitchen and you would make some meals that you just like made up. Yeah, like and making so a Chinese meal where you throw everywhere. everything in no, there. No, it didn't taste anything like Chinese anything. It did. No. I think we both really, really suck. And so now we just order out. So I, I, <laughs> the reason I brought this up is because we sort of hit a low point over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Where on Sunday morning, uh, I got up and made um, made eggs for... For both of us. So mm-hmm. I serve it up eggs with a little cheese, like scrambled eggs with some cheese in it. And yeah, that no big thing. deal. Like anybody can do yeah, that. Yeah. So I serve it up and then we're both eating and then Beth like jumps back <laughs> all of a sudden because of what? <laughs> because a hard backed, some sort of crustacean was crawling along <laughs> my plate. Cr- it was not a crustacean. <laughs> if those bugs it was, squish where it, their back breaks into pieces, that's some sort that's of crustacean. That's not a crustacean. That's, that's like some sort of arachnid. Or, uh, you know, God. A crustacean no, like would, would climb out of the sea. I don't oh. know. <laughs> you know, it's not like, no, oh, and then all of a sudden a, a shrimp came walking out of the eggs. No, this is a little <laughs> tiny hardbacked black bug and I spit my eggs out and just like, okay, so now I have to eat this crap. Like I told you, why don't we just go out for breakfast? I thought, no, that's just pepper. And then it actually, I no, see it moving. It yeah. And, and it was, then we had the seed bread. And it wasn't even small though. It was pretty, it was a pretty yeah, big bug. Yeah, it was. Thank How, you. I don't know. And it came from under the eggs. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so a lot. I don't know how that would so happen. So it was on the plate. We don't, I've never seen a bug inside this house. I don't know. We live in California and people that have used to come to visit us would say, where are all the bugs? You don't have any bugs in California. Yeah. We really They're don't. They're in the eggs. That's where they are. Uh, that, yeah. Thank you. So <laughs> somehow uh, the eggs were cooked. They were scrambled. And so somehow this crustacean-y Lord of, I don't know. <laughs> Lord of the flies. <laughs> bug with a hard back shell, some sort of tiny beetle crawled out and I was flabbergasted. And so here's the thing. The weekends are here. Time to go out. I mean, yeah. we're not really eating in restaurants, so we pick it up and we wipe things off in the car with our Clorox wipes due to COVID. Um, I'm st- I would rather do that than have another bug for breakfast. <laughs> no. Thank you, Ted. No that more was, no more Ted cooking. It's a delicacy in, in many countries. Well, then why didn't you I told you, you how we're it? big in Romania. I that's freaked- that's like the Romanian treat. <laughs> God. It's like just, the San Francisco treat. But- no, I freaked out. Uh, no more cooking. I don't, I'm sorry. I'm saying this now publicly. I just don't really totally enjoy all the things that you make. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> They're just, a, everything's so overdone inside or outside. You're so afraid of like, raw meat and juices of raw things raw you meat. just cook things so tight that it's like you can't even bite it but then i like a lot of spicy stuff the hotter the better and you can't really eat spice no stuff anymore no I, I didn't really ever love it that's how i knew i was pregnant by the way is that we were at an angels game and i was craving jalapeno peppers mm-hmm. that's not me Somebody else was inside me, <laughs> oh, no. possessing me. Uh-huh. That was Brooks. It's yeah, and it's I gonna knew. Burst I went. Yep, I went home and I said, "I know I'm pregnant." And we got the pregnancy test that night. We were pregnant. And he loves jalapenos. Yes, he way, does. So. He loves everything as hot as you do, where yeah. you're sweating and you can't taste any food. Yeah, disgusting. Well, so the yeah, the best idea then is I guess we don't cook at all and we Lovely. make sure there aren't crustaceans. <laughs> 
in the food that shouldn't have crustaceans in them, right? Krispy Kremes for Oh no, there's a mollusk in my scrambled no, eggs. No, it was, and the thing is, it was moving. And the worst part of that was that we continued to eat that food. <laughs> I know, you, beca- you ate the rest of them. I did, because what else was I going to have for breakfast? You didn't get up and make anything else. Um, to be on your side, though, I mean, you did offer, but I didn't want any more, you know, surprises. So we had the toast, and the toast is full of seeds, which I love this bread. And every little tiny seed then looked like this bug. Yeah, so we had to get out the magnifying glass. Yes, kind we of did. And, like, is that a bug or is that a seed? Right, I, and the whole I think when you're meal, at that point, it's time to, to close up that meal. Just the shut whole her down. meal was, is that a bug? You got to shut her down. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> anyway, I say Krispy Kreme for breakfast. Yeah. That's not on my diet. I know, I know. But wow, <laughs> it's good. So anyway, another thing I wanted to talk about how, you know, so we always talk about how we've moved 35 times and, you know, and... And when you think of a move, you know, a lot of people just probably move, you know, don't have a lot of stuff to move with. Like the funniest thing that I remember, Stephen Wright was asked one time uh, why he has so little stuff. He says he wants to be able to move in the back of a cab. (laughs) (laughs) That that would be a great way to go. But we usually move in like three three giant 26 foot trucks and we always move ourselves. Yeah. We don't we don't really hire out those moves because it's thousands and tens of thousands of dollars and we do it so often. So uh, well, we have to hire guys to haul stuff. Well, especially so the reason I bring it up is because sure, we move a lot, but we also what's the one big thing that we have to have, which <laughs> every, I'm not sure why yeah. anybody that moves well, this often shouldn't have that. Why don't you it's, explain? It's, it's ever since Brooks was five years old. I always had I had grown up with my grandmother, my mother's mother having a grand piano in her house, a gorgeous grand piano. And my mother always said to me, you're going to have that piano someday because that's mine and I'm going to give it to you. I don't play the piano, but I married someone who writes music and plays like a rock star. So I'm bragging on you, but 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 it's a truth. Well, you should play more. Um, Anyway, so we have uh, my I did not get my grandmother's piano. My mother was devastated and angry. And so when my son was five, we decided let's give him piano lessons. That went over well. Um, (laughs) But my mother found, well, she had me find in Houston, this fabulous piano. And I decided when I got it that... um, a ghost lived inside. Oh, there was a female, there was a, there's, there's a female a spirit. And so about this piano, it's a um, six foot. So it's called a concert grand. It's not a baby grand. It's a six foot three piano, 1934 Baldwin in pristine condition. And it weighs is gorgeous. Weighs like a ton. Like oh, it yeah. is even gorgeous, for piano though. movers, it's tough to move. That Every thing time around. we move, I have to say when we go in, some people say, "Where's the Christmas tree going?" I say, "Where's the piano going?" If the house can't fit the piano, it's off the list. Well, in our first place that we moved in L.A. back when in whatever it was, two thousand seven, we sort of had that as our dining room table. <laughs> Remember it didn't that? Fit because it didn't fit. Yeah, I didn't it's pick like the house. Who picked that house? Well, Who? Pick that yeah, house. You, you get, With the only house you've ever picked without me there, horrible. You get, horrible you house. Get limited Worst house I ever lived choices, in, in my life. Number one, when you're trying to move to LA and Ted, then, then you when said, you have to oh, fit, it was so cute. When you have to fit this concert grand God. in the middle of a house. Like when we moved into into San Francisco in the Bay Area, we were uh It fit. 
we were in like this four floor, di- different floors uh, <laughs> yes. townhouse. Yes. And so those guys had to take that thing up a full level of stairs. Then it wouldn't make the turn. So they had to build some kind of like step thing. Yeah, they built it right that, there. Mm-hmm. And these two guys, like as hard as they could push, were trying to jam it I around. I thought the their heads were going to pop off. Yeah, it reminded <laughs> me of like Brooks's birth with the, the suction cup. <laughs> Like these these guys like straining to get this piano we around a corner. We were in the banana. But I'm telling you, it's worth it because it's one of a kind. The story was that the guy, I'm sure you think he just, you know, fed me a line of crap. But he said to me when he sold it to us, because my mom put it on a payment plan. She wanted us to have that piano because I missed my grandmother's piano. And this piano um, was was in Lincoln Center. And it belonged to a doctor in New York City, and that's the only person that ever owned it. It was belonged to the concert hall, and then the doctor, and then me. So, so the guy told you. To, why would to he make sell it... me a story? Well, why not? Because that's how you're going to pay more for it. I wanted a grand piano, and that's all he had, and yeah. it was not even put together on his showroom floor. <laughs> he had just gotten it in; it was in pieces in the back. Okay. I wanted a matte black, not shiny, not the newfangled stuff. I wanted a matte black piano and we've had it for 22 years and we've moved it a A, bunch of times 22 times (laughs) so much so that now we even own our own piano board yes we do which is the thing that the movers always need because basically you'd have some guy move it onto the truck and another guy on the other end of the move to move it off the truck but when people come into our home first of all they just can't believe we move all this stuff as fast as we do and we're there and gone because we have a lot of stuff we do when we were packing up in wisconsin to move out here One of my dear friends, I'll give her a shout out, Sally Ward came by and she said, oh my God, I've never seen so much stuff. (laughs) She hops out of her car and starts taking pictures with her phone. Like it's like the most ridiculous thing. And of course, you know, the piano, we have to decide where it's going to go on the truck because it has to go at the front of the truck so that the weight is correct. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, it, is. it has lit. Where all has this piano lived? Oh my god, now? It's, it's lived. It started off in Houston, and it's gone all over the country. Yeah, for twenty two years, it's been crazy. And probably the amount of time I've actually played it have Aww. been a handful. You should go play right now. Okay, all right. Everybody I'll be right will back. love. He is yeah. so good, y'all. I'm serious. But you, we got it for Brooks to have piano lessons, and the funny thing that is, Brooks <laughs> Brooks played the piano for maybe a couple months. He learned some song called Sugar Cookies, which was like three little <laughs> na, three na, notes. Na, 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 na. <laughs> and, and then we'd, we'd watch him in his classes sometimes through the window. And remember, like all the it's like a group group lesson with a bunch of kids playing and everybody would be playing and he'd be over there very quickly uh, mimicking tying a knot he like, over and over, over again. Like this is he's like tying a knot. This is it. This is it. It's over. Right. <laughs> so, he hated it so much. Yeah. Yeah, so that, the piano that and didn't stick, but the piano stuck with us. The piano did stick. We should have uh, gone for a, a a lesser weight instrument, even though because I, I have a, a keyboard also, which sounds like a piano, so that would have been uh-huh. easier. But well, Some, we've but got both. somebody in um, in Alabama said to me, sent me a note and said. I can't believe you haven't talked about moving that piano. That's the most ridiculous story because it's been everywhere we've been. It has to fit in the house. And the only time it didn't fit in the house is when you picked the house and I wasn't there. And then we had to use it to, as a dining room table, put the top down. How ridiculous. Yeah, and I'm, I'm surprised what it hasn't sin. broken. <laughs> what a sin for that poor piano. Yeah. Well, we cats like to go inside of it too. So it's, it's gorgeous. And it's, it still sounds it sounds good if it ever is played. But It's the centerpiece. We'll start playing it. I'm going to make you now that you've said that. Uh, well... <laughs> 
so let's go back to where we had left off a, a, before our uh, Sardine Gate um, oh story when, when we were in Texas. So after I had lost my job there and you were doing your your classes for kids going school to school. With my big trunks of, of puppets and costumes. And that was the way we should have kept it. And that who, was, who was joined a, you in in a, that fabulous venture? The me. Well, because you didn't have a job. I know. So but fresh luckily, off. Luckily, of, I had a job that was really doing well. Yeah. The acting schools always do well. But if for me, it was like coming fresh off of being on TV and all oh, that. And poor then, little then it's like, ego. Now I'm hauling what a poor baby. Hauling little bags of costumes into these schools. Uh, so too while bad. You, Dance with the kids to Ain't No Mountain High Enough yeah. or whatever. And- oh, I had a love affair and they loved me back. And it was, I felt like Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music. And that was actually one of my dreams. I wanted to be Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music. Not where it was actually that way, where I had a bunch of kids around me. And we, we were trying to sing because I don't really sing. Um, but yeah, your ego got really shot. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not thanks. that I'm not like uh, really sorry for you, but uh-huh. yeah, join me. And uh, you did, and that was an absolute teetotal fiasco. Almost well, got a divorce. No, I mean, I. it was okay because <laughs> no, we were just going to school. Maybe for school. you, but, but I didn't enjoy I, it. I saw it as a temporary thing or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but so yeah, because you weren't some sort but, of star. I, I was the one everybody was there to see. Oh, oh, too bad for Teddy. The star dancing around with, with these little kids. Well, but, yeah, I was I know, a star was, in their eyes. It was, it was popular. It was mm-hmm. just a little bit, yeah, a little change of pace for me mm-hmm. but there were some funny things that happened in some of those schools though. hilarious like but anyway we expanded to a, a school in in sugarland texas and one day i was there i, I probably had a, one of my migraines i used to have migraines quite a bit when i was in my 40s and probably you know you being there exacerbated that situation <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> Because yeah. I knew you didn't Believe like me, being I, there. I, I didn't want to be there You were either, the Emmy-winning so. TV so reporter, there and there you yeah. were teaching little kids acting. And I knew you didn't want to be there, and I was like, tough. you know. So um, help me make the money since you're not making any. I did not have a good attitude at that yeah. time. But so I was walking into the classroom one day, and I did some sort of stumble, and I went to grab something on the wall, and I, and I grabbed the fire extinguisher. And then it fell. And so I, I went on tripping because I didn't really brace myself since it fell off the wall. So I did one of these quick, quick step, step stumbles and my foot hit the front of the fire extinguisher and set it off. And it spun around in a tight little circle. Spraying all the kids, spraying the whole room, spraying everything down. My God, I know. And then they all went home and their clothes were soaked and they had this foam on them. And I had to explain, of course, I told everyone you did it. (laughs) At first it's like, okay, that that all happens. Yeah. And then it's like, should we tell anybody? Because we're just sort of like visiting at these schools. Well, they put in. us in one of those outbuildings. Yeah. And so this had happened in an outbuilding and not in the actual school. Uh-huh. And I just thought, you know, clean them up really quick and pretend it didn't happen. All right, kids. Here's the, here's yeah. the lesson for today <laughs> yeah. on how not to tell your parents. Right. Than when something like that happened. But I I don't was, think we told anybody there. It was it was hilarious though, really. Yes, yeah, spinning see, so tight. Just because we it couldn't was, catch it. Well, it's like a Three Stooges movie. The way you <laughs> slam into the wall, knock the thing off, and somehow it gets locked in the spraying position, <laughs> no. and it's firing spraying all the over children. the room, spinning around, spraying little <laughs> My kids, babies. spraying spraying everything in the classroom, oh all the God. teacher stuff, because this is like just a regular school classroom too. So like all the teacher stuff, everything. I was tired. Was you know, eight hours a week is a killer. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was so tired. Yeah, that equals But um, that's just one of the one of the very few things. I uh, I mean, we did how long did we have acting up? Well, that, 4 years or something. I mean, it was good it was like that when you could six. just go to the schools and and people would yeah, come. Yeah, but then I but had then this you grand decided, idea. Oh, now we should put it into a building and Well, we our- had so many students. I had over 300 children yeah. enrolled at four different schools because I taught the first hour and then I taught the second hour and different children came to each hour and I mean, I was just on a roll. So you but, thought, "Oh, let's let's have a building and then have all sorts of expense. overhead." <laughs> We and had because, no because, overhead at all. Because of course, all these kids will come and even send out postcards. I remember that. Well, asking I got the involved with come. with the 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 children's tote mobile, and they would bring children to us right. for for advertising. So I was make I was going to make a go of it, but I was sick and tired of going around. And plus, there was no stage, and we couldn't do performances. And I just thought, if I have my own building, it would be really great. And plus, you didn't have a job, and so why not just open a show, open open up a, an acting oh, school? Oh, sure. With let's me. let's go into major debt. Let's let's we sign did. a three year lease yep. at, a, at a facility yeah and, and build at the same this whole time up. the same week if you'll recall we moved to another larger house right, that was smart with a swimming pool <laughs> and i thought oh lord we have oh, made it yeah. we have opened up the acting school i have all these children that are going to come and we have this gorgeous new house i was putting down roots houston was where i was staying but see at the same time i was still in the mindset i'm a tv guy and i need to i'm continue better than to, this no I'm so much better no, it's like that was all that was fine but you know i still felt like mm-hmm. having been in that top 10 well, market that me? i should go on what to, about me I know, cleveland was a top 10 yeah. market and and you were mr albright i had done the same thing i had been something i had been on a soap opera come on i know it was time to get real put roots down and give brooks a place to grow up but not not you're not going to do that no, no and I did, and we ran that place for a no, long time. No, no, I want right, to back up. So we'll tell the story. Back, no, I'm going to back up, and I'm going to tell day. on you. Opening day. One of the worst moments, one of the lowest moments of our marriage. Y'all, well, seriously, you're going to be on my side. You will be on I'm my side. Out the little violin. No, it's not. It's true. It's t- you did a terrible thing. <laughs> You weren't so, supposed to overhear this. Oh yeah. Well, you know, don't don't underestimate wifey here. Uh-huh, yeah. So we had had opening day. At acting up. We had cut the ribbon. People showed up. We had a cake. The newspaper was there. And it was a big day. And I was on a high. I was rolling on a high. And we go home. And I'm in the master bathroom in the little toilet room where that wall connects to the wall of my office in the front of the house. I'm standing there and I'm hearing Ted on the phone with some... I don't know, agent, it, some it was idiot my, from Baltimore. my television agent oh. who called me and said mm-hmm. a station, a big station. I'm in, going to tell the people what no, you listen, said. Listen, you can't. You're not going to say it. A big station. He called and said the big station in Boston is interested in you and would, you know, wants to talk yeah, to you then, about being a feature reporter. And then he must have said, do you have any ties to have to stay in Houston? <laughs> and here is what I heard my husband say after we had one hour ago had opening day and cut a ribbon. It was and a had good cake. run. It was an hour. Uh huh. And he says, this is what I overhear. No, I don't have any ties to Houston that would keep me here. <laughs> you know, if I'd have had a shotgun right through well, that so wall, what am buddy, I supposed to tell the guy? Oh, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm nailed tied. down. I've now decided that my hey, life's Ted, dream is no. to... We, um, have no. little kids yes. jumping all over That's me, what, which is yes, fine. Yes. But um, 
we just had bought a house. We yeah. were barely in there two months. It was the gorgeous dream house of my life with a swimming pool and a tropical backyard. I had just opened my business. It was in the newspaper. We were the big fish in the little pond with the acting school. And yes, of course, it was mine and my idea and whatever with the house. But we were putting down roots. I mean, we were planting. That was the day of seed sowing. Yes. And you said, no, I don't have any ties well, to what, Houston. If an, agent, <gasps> an agent's calling, am I supposed to say, well, I, I do have yes, roots? it's and, about time to say we, no. We weren't sure how this business was going to go. We had to had to check it out. And and so I had I to, I had to even, leave, even talking leave about options. It. I know. Yeah. yeah that I'm all was, riled up now. How long ago was that? That was in the... Uh, Brooks was nine. So, so 18, 20, eight, 19 yeah, years ago. Yeah. So, and I know um, that, Still mad. that was an issue for Still mad. a long time. And you know, I, I understand how that could upset you, but. Oh, come on. That was li- just plain people wrong. People listening may realize that, you know, for me, no. I had to just see, continue that was to a see raspberry. what was. I mean, I, I had this agent that, you know, I'm supposed to be, you know, he's, <sighs> he's the guy like looking out for my career. So he was mm-hmm. just looking out for me. And, and then, what about so, and what about well, me with the acting school? What about me and my ties there? What see, about Brooks growing up in the same city? You see, we what didn't we didn't move to Boston now, did we? Because you didn't get the job. Well, that's beside the yeah. point. But yeah. <laughs> we tell on you there. Probably because I bet you made me call that guy back. I don't no. remember and say, no. I'm now in love with an acting school. And well, you should have been. You should have been. And I must uh, well, go after my art. That was the beginning of of a problem that I had with you where we were then on different pages for a long time. Well, I, but I, I made to... sure I tried to make that whole thing work there too. Mm-hmm. You did. You did for a little while, but yeah. you, everyone knew because well, everyone could just tell you're kind of hanging out there. You're not really working. Cause let me give you an example. Let's, let's talk about your film class for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ted needed something to do. One of my really good friends who lives in Tennessee now, she had her lovely daughter who just got married this weekend. Um, she said, you know, you got to give him something to do. He's oh, a man and you've got to have something to do. do. No, because I was running everything and it was kind of my thing. Well, I love being around all those kids too. So, well, so I know so what I, you're going to say. I assigned you an, a class. You assigned me a class. So I yes. thought I'd teach a yeah. film class there. So teaching kids how to, how to make films and, and they'd all make, we'd all make this big film film together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so we were they doing were out like filming rehearsals. things in the dumpster one day when i caught you yeah, like what no, the heck we, is that because that was that was like the the story of the film it's like the monster in the dumpster oh god and it, it was good it was real it was it was going to be a good story your anyway, standards were low but anyway so <laughs> you you happened to walk in no, no, on no. A class. i didn't happen to walk in <laughs> it's far 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 for me to walk down there yeah so we, the we all had all these different classrooms in this building 5, and I, I had my class space. like 15 mostly boys in this uh this class and you know we're making well, this film I, class. I was at the front of the building where the cash register and the door and the greeter and all of that and i was there and i'm hearing screaming laughing, screaming like people in a well, playground. they have to have fun. You know, it's, but it's, their, it's all their art. the way down the fun. hall. 5,000 square feet of space. Yeah. You're at the very other end of the building. So I say to the woman who's just walked in, excuse me for one second. <laughs> and I go walk down the hall and the screaming gets louder and louder. And then I hear your laughter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I open the door 
And Mr. Ted is at the bottom of a child pyramid. Everybody's on top well, of you. Everybody's laughing. Yeah. They're and building a pyramid. And where's the filming going well, on? There's Brooks, no filming. Brooks had started that and so had taught everybody how to tackle me. And, and I slammed it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't have the best discipline, I guess, uh, for, for the class. But they learned a lot and they made, did? made a good film. They did. Yeah. Okay. They did. And people still remember and you never how, taught how much another fun. Class how much again. fun? Yes, I did. I taught a lot of those classes, <laughs> and kids loved me too. So I know, was, but you didn't. It was we fun. didn't stay, and it was very sad. Many, many other things happened though that we'll have to go into. We next will time. go into those on our next episode. Like so, where puppets like to bite people. That's that's <laughs> that's a good little tease there. Yeah, yeah. That's, puppets bite, <laughs> and they do. And uh, this girl warned me about that, but. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we'll go into that another time. So again, if you want to, if we'd, we'd love you guys to give us a nice review on, Pretty please. on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts especially, give us some, just give us five stars or write us a little review, then send us a little note at us at stillmarriedpodcast.com. But don't say anything mean because I tend to cry. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> but you can send us a note. Just say done if you want to or just say did it, whatever. Or you can write us write us a nice note and or give us a topic we'll you want to hear us to talk about or want to hear us not talk about something as, <laughs> as we seem to do. But if you want to uh, do all that, send us a note at us at stillmarriedpodcast.com. Tell us if you've given us a review and, and we will put you in the drawing for a wonderful How Are We Still Married coffee cup. Uh, which and the shout be, outs, which I think is important. And shout outs too. We'll yeah. we'll we'll say people's names and all that stuff. So yeah. remember, do all that stuff for us. Patreon us, page as well. Yes, go to Patreon, sign up, and you can pay a little bit of money, and you'll see all sorts of behind the scenes stuff. That's Patreon, pictures, slash, videos. Patreon.com slash How Are We Still Married? Yeah, we have a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So anyway, I'm glad uh, you were with us again. We're getting into some uncomfortable territory yeah, now talking about pretty uh, mad. <laughs> yeah, bringing up old things, which I had hoped you'd forgotten. I think you'll be sleeping in a different room. Uh, yeah. Well, what's yeah, the story? Of my I have life, no huh? ties to Houston. Okay. Oh, I just can't forget it yet. I'm sorry. All right. We're shutting her down. Okay. See you next time. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.